With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Scumbags! Let's rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morency. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Throwing it down. The Thursday night throwdown has begun as the Miami Heat continue to terrorize their opponents. The Miami Heat have just lost once uh, during this uh, playoff run. Now standing with a 10-1 record. The Miami Heat bounce back from uh, down 17 uh, this evening. Double-digit leads mean nothing to the Miami Heat. 106-101 final score. Miami cashes the ticket uh, once again. Points. Money line. Game stays under the number uh, by a uh, cruel, cruel, cruel point and a half. You know what didn't stay under the number uh, tonight was a National Football League game between the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati uh, Bengals. A football game that pretty much went according to script. We fell short with a couple of props, uh, but we told you you can't lay uh, six, six and a half points with the Cleveland Browns. Cincinnati gets the cover. They lose by five. And uh, we also talked about it's always the crap games. It's always the terrible teams that actually entertain. Look, man, look, you, you had the Rams and the Cowboys on television uh, the other night. The game was brutal, all right? It, you know, it was 2017. You got uh, dumbass coaches, like, uh, going for it when they shouldn't, uh, punting uh, when they should uh, go for it, uh, zigging and zagging and everything else in between. You put Cleveland and Cincinnati on TV, and you've got entertainment uh, tonight. Baker Mayfield, 16-23. Uh, uh, this evening, 219 uh, yards, but it's more so that he only had one interception, made some uh, big throws, including a touchdown pass to Odell Beckham. Joe Burrow threw the football 61 times. You know the Troy Aikman? The illustrious career that Troy Aikman had, he never threw the football 61 times in his career. And that dude played in, like, hundreds of football games, man. Joe Burrow, game two, throws the football 61 freaking times. We're breaking it all down. Teddy Covers going to step up and in straight for the strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, the Denver Nuggets and the Los Angeles Lakers are getting ready to play. Uh, we've got NFL football, NBA basketball, NHL hockey, Stanley Cup finals are set. Dallas, Tampa throwing it down. College football starts to get cool. Uh, we're breaking it all uh, down this evening on a late night anger management class. Teddy Cover steps up and in. Las Vegas, Nevada in the house. This is Sports Rage. Vent your rage. Bring it.
sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Sports Radio with Gabe Marenzi. I'm a rageaholic. I just can't live without Rage Hall. <laughs> Fortridge late night, Thursday night throwdown. I am Gable Morancy. We're kicking it. Teddy Covers going to step up and in straight for the strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. In a couple of moments' time, we'll talk NBA basketball with Teddy. We'll talk NFL football uh, with Teddy. Maybe a little Major League uh, Baseball. Uh, as well as the New York Yankees continue to uh, smash uh, the baseball. Uh, well, what's this? The first team ever to hit like um, six home runs in three straight games. <laughs> you know what? I'd be impressed, but I'm not. Meh. Meh. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's all good and stuff like that. But all these records, what do any of these records mean anymore? What, are they, what do any of these records mean anymore? You know, and live baseballs, like, um, you know, tainted rules, crappy pitchers. Like, you, you go down, like, look at football. We, you, all, you want, all you need to know about these records and stuff like that is Ryan Fitzpatrick's about to pass Steve Young on the all-time passing yard list. Like, who's a better quarterback, Steve Young or Ryan Fitzpatrick? Stats suck. Stats suck. The only time stats matter is if you're playing uh, DFS or props. So, they matter. Stats lives matter, um, but at the same point in time, you know, in in a big picture of thing, like I said, a lot of these records now, I'm like, I don't know, whatever, dude. It's like, uh, you know, oh, Devin Booker scored 28 points. It's like, yeah, so what? You know what? The, the, dude, they combined for 249 points. He was on the floor for 40 minutes. Somebody had to score. You, you should have scored more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how many shots did he take? You know, like like I said, these stats. We talked about it uh, last week about um, about passing stats. You have a 300-yard passer, you probably lost the football game. You have a 100-yard rusher, you probably won the football game. Let's look at the stats for tonight. Oh, look. One guy completed 37 passes, threw for 316 yards and three touchdowns. And he was on the losing team. Yeah, Joe Burrow, 37 to 61, 316 yards, three touchdown passes, quarterback rating of 90.6. 
cosmetically, it's a decent number. The 37 isn't great. And honestly, the 316 yards isn't great, really, when you consider it's 5.2 yards a clip, right? Um, what was, to balance this out, which makes the kid great, is the fact that this kid was like, um, um, you know, what was like the, the old school, like, you know, when you're, you're playing touch football, one Mississippi, two? He got like miss out. <laughs> like, he couldn't say the word Mississippi. That would take too long. Like, he was running for his life. He was he was running for his life, so it's not you know they've got to get they've got to they've got to get a better offensive line. And I I said this uh, we were on during the uh, the early portion of the football game, and I said next year in the draft, man, you guys just got to draft like only offensive linemen. You know, there's no use of having this star quarterback if he's going to be running for his life all the time. But yeah, you know, so look, 316 yards, three touchdown passes, zero interceptions. Baker Mayfield completed 16 passes. He only threw the ball 23 times, but for a 9.5-yard uh, average, one interception, bad interception. It was a bad interception. Uh, two touchdown passes, nice passes. Um, I'll tell you what, and a quarterback rating of 110.6. So, you know what I mean? I'll give you, like, basically, so winning quarterback, Threw for 219 yards, two touchdowns. Losing quarterback threw for 316 yards, three touchdowns. Losing team, their running back carried the ball 16 times for 46 yards in Joe Mixon. Nick Chubb carried the ball 22 times for 124 yards. Winning team. Hey, look, there's Kareem Hunt averaging 8.6 yards a, a run. 10 carries, 86 yards. Winning team ran. For 215 yards. We see right now in the National Basketball Association the recent trend, and these trends change, all right? These trends, these trends change. They last in the modern era three years, you know, three, three years or so. Um, you know, remember before, you know, Golden State Warriors, three ball. Uh, okay, before, let's go back to, uh, let's go back to LeBron. Big three. You know, before it used to be like two-on-two NBA. You know what I mean? Oh, Pippen and Pippen and Jordan versus Malone and Stockton and company. You know what I mean? Like, so then it became the big three. Then, you know, the big three era fizzled out and what what was in in the NBA? The Golden State Warriors bombing three balls, spreading you out, bombing three balls. Oh, they changed the game. Phil Jackson, they're ruining the game. The way that they play, and, uh, there's no, you know, they only, all they do is shoot threes. And, you know, gold, where are the Golden State Warriors now? These guys have, like, you know, the, the second pick in the lottery or something. You know what I'm saying? So, I know they had injuries, but they, it ran its course. What happened? The Toronto Raptors beat them with street ball toughness, old-school Eastern Conference basketball. Um, Raptors win the title. This year, right now, Final Four. Miami Heat, same thing. You take the Raptor jersey off, put the heat like on them, and vice versa. Like the Heat are hot right now. We'll get into that, but you know the Heat are a physical basketball team to play defense, block shots, old school. They hit, they can shoot, but they're a physical team. Now we could use the Clippers as an example, but they failed. Um, they they failed. So where I'm going with this, and you know we'll get back to the basketball is, you know in the National Football League. It's become such a pass-happy era, man. 
And, you know, like, it, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Like, 400 is the new 300. Just like, you know, 40 is the new 30 and all that, and 50 is the new 40 and all that type of stuff. It is kind of true. And it's also true, that, like, a quarterback throw for 300 yards now in a National Football League game, it's like, yeah, whatever. It's like throwing for 400 is cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's easy. Before, it used to be an accomplishment. It was a big deal. Wow, 300-yard passing game. Wow, what an accomplishment. Now, it's like, whatever. Every loser. Ryan Fitzpatrick throws for 300 yards. Joe Burrow, in the second game in, in, in his career, just threw for 316 yards, all right? And so, it's, the, the stats are all bastardized, but the passing stuff, I believe, I believe that we're going to see a change, and I think we're already seeing it, actually, where the, the better football teams run the football. And, and I know, and, and like a lot of people think, oh, running backs don't matter. Running backs don't matter. Oh, you know, ha, 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 don't pay a running back. Running backs don't matter. Oh, you know. Yeah, maybe in your video game league or maybe in your fantasy football league, um, you know, in, in your little stat-driven world. But trust me, running, running the football matters. Now, I'm not saying you need a bell cow, but, yeah, and look, who's the best team in football right now? The Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, memory off, uh, memory serves me here. I seem to recall, didn't uh, the Fresh Prince of Hilaire, like, run wild in that football game? Like, didn't they run the ball, like, a ton and have a ton of success running the football? When they won the Super Bowl, didn't Damian Williams have two touchdowns? Like people, you can talk about Pat Mahomes all you want. Can't say the Chiefs run the football. They can run the football. You can't run the football. You ain't winning, man. You drop back and pass, and I'm not just talking about the Bengals, but I'm talking about another team. It's too one-dimensional, man. The other team can just tee off. Like, you only have so many pass plays you're going to run, so they're going to know what you're trying to do eventually, pretty quickly, actually. And, and then there's a bunch of dink and dunk stuff that wastes everybody's time. Right? Like, um, you know, running the football is a nightmare for the other team. There's nothing more demoralizing than not being able to stop the run. Is there anything more demoralizing than being a better and watching a football game and not being able to stop the run? Imagine being a player and not being able to stop the run. Running the football is key. It, it really is. Look at, you know, San Francisco last year made the Super Bowl but with great running backs. Combo. But, you know, they had three guys that average over that, that rushed for over 500 yards each. That's 1,500 yards plus from the running back position. Solid running back uh, position, you know, production. That's the Dallas Cowboys problem. They got Zeke Elliott. They really don't feed that guy enough. They really don't. The Cowboys just ran the ball all the time. They'd win more. Sports race late night. Teddy Cover steps up and in. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table. 
with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. Hi, Bobby. Hi, Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Hey, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it. Sports Rage Late Night. At your rage, I am Gabe Morenci. We're kicking it. Throwing it down and shout out to uh, to everybody in San Diego, Los Angeles, SoCal, including our main man Paco Healy, who I see has stepped up and in in our live chat, uh, kicking it in the mightier 1090s. We're throwing it down. We've got uh, Teddy Covers ready to step up and in. And uh, Teddy, I was just talking about how uh, running the football matters. And I said, yeah, good for you know Joe Burrow. Good. You know, I like Joe Burrow, but 316 yards. And then let's look at the team that actually won the football game that ran the ball uh, down the other team's throat. And I just want to throw this out there. Uh, last year, guys, NFL teams with a 100-yard uh, rusher was uh, 78 and 28 straight up. So what, 78 and 28 straight up, a 736 winning percentage. Uh, teams that had a 300-yard passer were 68, 61, and 2, a 530 winning percentage. Teams that had a 100-yard receiver were 96, 84, and 2 for a 533 winning percentage. So I'm not uh, Bill Gates or a uh, math major, mathematician, uh, but I think that a 736 winning percentage is better than a 530 winning percentage or a 533 winning percentage. Teddy Cover steps up and in. What's up, Teddy? Marancy, though, some of the rushing stats are kind of after the fact stats because obviously the team that's trailing has got to throw the football and the team that's leading is going to run the football down the stretch of those ball games. So sometimes they're self-fulfilling prophecies, but if you do nothing, Marinci, but uh, look at teams that outrush their opponents, I think the, the magic number is by 30 yards in the NFL. 30 yards. And you go back 30 years, you'll cover more than 70% of the time. It's incredible. You know, that's wow. the stat that stands out after the games. Wow, that's great. So, I was, I, you know, you can't simplify anything. And I always hate when people talk and ask, uh, can, oh, so does it just you blindly bet this? Then, but basically, I was going to ask, and how important when copying games is it? All right, like looking at the like, can you just can you blindly bet this? Who rushes the football more and more successfully, right? And you know, but there's a difference. I get it. like college football. You know, you're gonna get your army and your navies. You're gonna fall behind and they're screwed, right? They can't throw the football. So there's a difference between having an able quarterback that can throw a bit. But my whole point, Teddy, and I was bringing this up before you joined us, and I appreciate uh, you joining us, was. You look at the NBA, you know, the Warriors were playing three ball, spread everything out. And then, you know, the Raptors win, tough, playing tougher basketball. The Clippers try to win, getting tough. The Miami Heat are a pretty physical basketball team. I was just saying, I think that we're sort of going to see successful teams, a return of not just pass happy, 
Like the Bengals threw the tie the football 61 times tonight, they lost. Baker Mayfield threw the football 23 times tonight and is getting praised for finally having a good game. Well, uh, that's the well. First of all, the mainstream NFL media, the mainstream sports media is. is <laughs> I mean, it's useless. The right word. Um, that actually helps. <laughs> you know, as betters, they help yeah, us because yeah. they, they, they 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 push false narratives. You know, like hey, Joe Burrow was great, or hey, Baker Mayfield was. I mean, the reason Baker Mayfield was great tonight, you're absolutely right. He was great because the Browns were able to run the football. <laughs> the offensive line played well, <laughs> and that allowed him to make plays in positive expectation situations. But at the end of the game, Cleveland runs for 6.1 yards per carry. Cincinnati runs for, what is it, 2.8? You know, and, and, that, and that's the difference in the game. But from a point spread perspective, <laughs> it was the last score that counted most. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I got so for all that, you know, the Browns didn't cover tonight. I got to credit Cornegay as um, as the line uh, goes, right? Good teams win, great teams cover. The the the, the, the yeah. number one the number one number that mattered tonight, ATS, right? Yeah. I would have liked the, the money line. I had a little piece. I had a little uh, piece of the money line with the Bengals, but it's all good. Uh, ATS, and I'm trying. You know, we got our own. For, I love Mark Lawrence. We got the Renzi database. Joe Burrow. One O and one ATS <laughs> and counting. <laughs> and counting. I'll tell you, let me say something, Teddy, and I'll throw it to you. Two football games in a row, in a row though, Teddy, when you have money on a game, how about for a kid playing the second game? The fact that they give up touchdowns late and they come back again, quote unquote garbage time. But dude, I don't know. I've I've watched football a long time. He's, he was six for six or whatever, five for five, six for six in those fourth down conversions. You know what I mean? Poised, confident, calm. And hey, when we're talking about covering point spreads, I like to see a kid. He ain't gonna quit. They're not quitting. That back door is always gonna be open with the Bengals. It looks like Teddy. So let me ask you this: Did you make money with Joe Burrow last year at LSU, or did you lose money with Joe Burrow last year at LSU? I made money. I, I recognize fast. I, I It was one of those deals. You know, everyone knows Joe Burrow from the Ohio State days, but I watched it early, Teddy. I was like, oh, my God. I don't know what happened, but this kid's on another level right now. So I rode the party, sure. but I did I did lose in the championship or the uh, the semifinal. I was like, oh, maybe the, the five weeks off will hurt him. <laughs> I didn't I didn't bet him every week, but I was, I was pro Joe Burrow, though. So I didn't lose money off yeah, him, well, and I bet on him twice. I took him last week, and I took him tonight. So I I feel like I learned my lesson with Joe Burrow in the national championship. I, I stepped in front of him a couple times last year, uh, thinking, hey, you know, he, he can't do that again. He's not doing that yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, they're not yeah. pushing the ball downfield <laughs> like that again. And after the after the it was the Clemson, after that game, I'm like, you know what? I have learned my lesson. You know, this guy can this guy can play. Um, and he can, but as a team, since he's still <laughs> dicey in all kinds Ooh. of different ways, that I think defense, that Joe Burrow is going to turn around right, that franchise. Yeah. Matthew Stafford didn't turn around Detroit. I'll just, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. I think he's better than Stafford, or I think he will be uh, better than Stafford, but good comparison. I hear, totally hear what you're saying. You know, Stafford hasn't been bad, but you know, you're right. His team has never won. Um, it goes to show how much work that they have. So let's let's jump right in, uh, Teddy. 
Um, Atlanta Falcons, Dallas Cowboys, loser of this football game is going to be 0-2. Saw an interesting stat, actually. Teams that go 0-1 only make the uh, playoffs 24% of the time. Pretty crazy. You go, you lose your first game, and pretty much like a sign, you suck for the rest of the year. But we talk about overreaction, under underreactions. Uh, you know, we can't go through every game, and time's always you know limited. I want to get some basketball as well. So how about I'll rattle off some games, and you like a game, you know, and you know you jump in when you want to talk about one of them. You know, Cowboys laying, these are uh, all the odds courtesy of FanDuel. Cowboys laying four and a half points right now, total 54. Buffalo Bills minus six. In. All right. And he hits like this, like a game show. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> talk yeah, to me, yeah, brother. I'm talking about talk all these me. games, you know. I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm an action on half of them, or I got opinions on, on most of them. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not. It's, it's, I've watched a lot of football. I've read a lot of football. I'm, I'm in that, you know, you're in that manic time of the year where you're reading everything uh, and staying up all night, burning the game. You know, it's 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 it's, it's been pretty good. So uh, I'm happy to talk about all this stuff. But first, I have to talk about how misleading that number is. Okay, when you talk about 24% of the, if you lose week one, only only 24% of the teams make the playoffs. In the NFL, you have what less than 40% of teams making the playoffs anyway. Yeah, you know, so it's, not, not, it's not like that many teams year, make the playoffs. It's a, it's a. And this year we have an added one of those numbers that stands out. You're like, oh my god, you can't do it, and then, but of course you can. You know. Um, yeah, but the teams, teams that go the four two. and make the playoffs. That's impressive. Not, 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 not many. Not many. Yeah, I think it was one. The Chargers did it that year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I just said Chargers and the Colts. Uh, let's put it this way. I ain't laying points with Dallas right now. Period. I, to- I totally I don't agree. trust their secondary. And let me let me put it line. this way, Teddy. Let me just throw this at yeah. you. Totally all right. Zero and two, sixteen game season. No reason to panic. Would you want to be Dan Quinn or Mike McCarthy sitting 0-2 on Sunday night? I wouldn't. Um, no. It's not going to be pretty. <laughs> not a you, hear, you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Loser of this team, it's going to could do. be ugly. Talk to me about that. You know, you know that's, that was my point on this. <laughs> sure, and, and and that's the that's the intensity I expect in this ball game. And when you look at what happened to Atlanta last week, I mean, it just started with one fourth down that they didn't make, and then all of a sudden, which which we like Quinn for going for it. You know, but they didn't make the fourth down, and then Seattle got momentum. They hit a quick touchdown. It was boom, boom, boom. And all of a sudden, the Falcons threw two, three scores down. Um, and they were the rest of the game, you know, just like Cincinnati's been for most of the season. Uh, <laughs> uh, but this is not a Cowboys team that, in my, that I want any part of right now. And I, I don't think there's a wise guy in Vegas who has bet – on Dallas this week, it's been all sharp Atlanta money from the uh, from the open. Um, Teddy covers kicking. What I said, Teddy, you said that last week about the Rams, and uh, we saw what happened uh, there. Uh, Rams and the money kept on coming in. The Rams end up getting the win, twenty to yep. seventeen. Um, Carolina Panthers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers totals forty seven and a half. Feels a little light. Looks like Carolina, sort of like a lot like Cincinnati in a sense that. Or better offensively, but you know they'll be able to move the ball, put some points up on the board. But will they be able to stop anybody? Uh, Godwin's going to be out of this football game though with the concussion. Mike Evans not 100%, but he's going to be better. Still should be some points. We're going to a break in a couple of uh, seconds here, but we'll get into this one. Total 47 and a half points spread, sitting at eight and a half in this game. 
and Bruce Arians rattling um, rattling the cage. I don't know. Uh, Brett Favre said he didn't think it was a good idea to, to piss off Tom Brady this early. You don't know him well enough to be uh, talking like this. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. And now, you know, Chris Godwin. I'd rather have uh, I'd rather have Evans out than Godwin out. Um, yeah, especially the way Brady uh, throws. But more NFL talk, NBA, and more with Teddy Covers on the other side. I'm Renzi. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Late night continues. That does our conversation with the one and only Kenny Cover, sportsmemo.com, straight from the strip in Las Vegas at Nevada. Uh, Thursday night uh, football has uh, come and gone 35 30, final score 65 points put up on the board, total closed at 44 and a half. A uh, little movement up, it was 43 and a half all week, went up to 44 and a half, goes to 65. And I talked about it pregame, guys about how oftentimes when you get these bad football teams on Thursday night when you think it's going to be torture uh, to watch, they actually entertain and put a bunch of points up on the board. Uh, but uh, who cares about what happened? Let's figure Let's uh, Let's try to uh, predict what's going to happen in the future as we kick it with Teddy. He's going to get into some basketball too here. Let's go rapid fire, Teddy. Uh, the time always flies here. So uh, Panthers and Buccaneers. Bucks are laying eight and a half right now. No Godwin, total 47 and a half there. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers lay seven and a half to the Broncos. Uh, total 40 and a half. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line is still, still devastated uh, right now. Bills lay six on the road at Miami. Green Bay Packers minus six against Detroit. Uh, Tennessee lay seven and a half against Jacksonville right now. Uh, pressure's on Carson Wentz uh, this week, actually, with the Rams. Uh, going in there. Rams are getting a point and a half. This Viking Colt game, here's another game, Teddy, where the loser of this game is going to be 0-2, and Phillip Rivers, another example of putting up big stats but not getting a win. Let's talk about this game. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, Indianapolis Colts. Vikings are getting three, total 48 and a half. What's your opinion? So there's some pretty incredible trends uh, that favor Mike Zimmer in in this ballgame. Zimmer, how about this? A non-awful uh, loss facing a non-divisional foe like 19-2 and two ATS. I mean, yeah. inc- really strong stuff. Teddy, I've been paying Zimmer, my rent uh, with Mike 30. Zimmer against non-division opponents. All right? Like, that's yep. over the years. And I, I, I listen, I'm never surprised. I, and people, they lose a division game and everyone buries them. They can't, whatever, dude. They, 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 they split their division games and they beat everybody else. But what about that youthful All secondary, that- Teddy? Well, all that said, you know, you want to talk rearview mirror, all of that is rearview mirror. You know, Zimmer's going to go, if Zimmer goes five and five in that role, the next 10, or, you know, the, the, it'll still be uh, 24 and seven, this incredible trend. If he goes over <laughs> yeah, 10, it'll still be 19 and 12. Look at this profitable trend. Um, Remember that when Andrew, Andrew like Luck, that. Teddy. 
I remember that. What Andrew Luck? Andrew Luck is 12 and 0 off a of loss ATS. Andrew Luck is 12 and 1 off a of spread ATS. I remember like it was like <laughs> two months later. Andrew Luck is 12 and 6 off the of spread. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter anymore, man. Like you said, totally, yeah. I totally hear you. You're right. <laughs> you know, uh, all that said, you know, if you if you look at that Vikings defense, man, there's some real questions. You know, um, I, I don't know that what we saw last week from Aaron Rodgers and the Packers no-name receiving core uh, isn't an and, – and the other thing about Minnesota, you know, is, is that you have that record from Zimmer and then you have Cousins' record against teams with a winning record or teams that finish the season with a winning record. You know, the, the number that I, I think 7-28 and 28 was the number I saw about Cousins uh, as a starting quarterback in the NFL versus teams that finish the season with a winning record. Daddy, so There's a lot of ugly uh, numbers can, all around here. You're looking here. for trends are, and angles, you can find what, them both what are ways. Phillip Rivers? What are Phillip Rivers' numbers laying points? I can't believe that'll be a nice-looking number either right now in the last over the last few years. No, but I mean, so I watched the, the, the game in Jacksonville really close. I watched, I watched the NFL real close last week because there was no preseason, so I was, I was – I was as, as laser focused as I can be uh, on an NFL Sunday. And, you know, everyone's talking the Jags stink, the Jags stink, the Jags stink. First of all, the Jags don't stink. And second of all, you know, I mean, Rivers' job is to chuck the ball up and let his receivers make plays. And I, I didn't blame that loss on Rivers. Uh, I, I really thought the receivers didn't, didn't make plays. That's what they, they said after the game. We're like, we didn't make plays. It's, it's my fault we lost this. Uh, who that Hilton? I think said that after the game, and, uh, and I think there's there's some truth to that. I expect. Yeah, I don't blame better. Rivers either. I don't bl- I don't blame Rivers either. And for the record, uh, uh, Zimmer 19-3 and one against the spread off of a loss against a non-division opponent, and it's it's not just that. Like it's against non-division opponents off a win, off a loss, whatever. He feasts, but his secondary got carved up uh, big time, uh, big time uh, last week. Is this game, is it too obvious to bet the over? What's your opinion on the 48 and a half? Sure as heck wouldn't play the under. <laughs> you know, uh, just like I, like, so I, I wouldn't play the over in that Broncos-Steelers game with your money, uh, and I wouldn't play the under in this game with anybody's money. Um, you know, Minnesota is not an under team this year. <laughs> Teddy, Teddy's like, God, is the guy in the street. Not with Marenzi's money. I'm not touching that game. <laughs> Teddy covers... Uh, <laughs> that he covers kicking it with us. Um, Patriots Seahawks Seahawks four point uh, favorites. Uh, Teddy in this game. One thing about Cam Newton, you know, as far as you know, scouting report was damn. Uh, people wonder, can he run the ball still? Well, evidently he can. Uh, he did, and he can. I don't know if it's you know that's going to be a weekly thing. Uh, what was your take on that? What's your take on on this? Um, you, we talked about uh, Atlanta a little bit, and you know I agree. I think Atlanta plus the four and a half. You know you can't lay points with Dallas uh, right now, especially this game's going to come down to the wire. And Dallas aren't Seattle or Russell Wilson. Uh, so what what do you make of this game? Should be a fun game. A great rivalry over the years. Interesting now that Cam Newton uh, is is in uniform. What do you make of this one with the Hawks laying four? So I was making a case as Russell Wilson is the second best quarterback in the NFL. Would you buy that? Are you buying that argument? Are you, are I you think he might Aaron be. Rogers, no. and it's not even any question. No, I think he's the best. I was gonna say, I've made, I've maintained well, Mahomes, over the last there's, there's, five years. 
I've given, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mahomes, and not to take anything away from Mahomes, Mahomes is great. And I think Mahomes really is legendary already. But Russell Wilson's been running for his life with, with you know, Daniel Baldwin and, um, you know what I mean? Like, Marshawn Lynch and, you yeah. know what I mean? Look, look, at, look, look at the scrubs that this guy's played with over the years and the elite play. Mahomes is a great quarterback, great kid, love him. But he's he's like on Team Ferrari in F1, bro. He's surrounded by, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's got Lamborghinis everywhere and Ferraris, and he's surrounded. Russell Wilson's carry teams. I think Russell Wilson's as good as it gets, Teddy. So we, we, we're in the same boat on Russell Wilson as being at or near the top of the NFL and ahead of at least 30 other quarterbacks in the league. Um, yes, sir. Cam Newton's not. And... You know, so let's let's talk about the Patriots for a minute because, again, another game where, at the end of the day, you're like, yeah, they look mediocre. Second half, New England marched down the field, slow, methodical drive, touchdown. Marched down the field, slow, methodical drive, fumbled at the one-yard line through the end zone, touchback. Marched down the field, slow, methodical drive into the end zone. Three, essentially three drives, three touchdowns in the second half of that ballgame. They found a little something, though – some of that may have been Miami. Now, yeah. how many great Belichick teams have we seen start out two and two? A bunch. <laughs> you know, um, I'm not expecting New England to be at their best in September. Seattle's playing with a chip on their shoulder. Seattle's got something to prove. Seattle still remembers a, a little Super Bowl loss a few years ago. Uh, I don't want the Patriots this week. I think it was as much Miami bad as anything. Uh, and I would anticipate New England to be a team that's going to get better as the year progresses, not a team that I want to be backing week in, week out in September. Teddy Covers, SportsMemo.com, Wager Talk TV, uh, kicking it uh, with us. So, um, uh, Teddy, uh, time always flies, so let me ask you about a college football game. I'm actually looking forward uh, to this game. Uh, Saturday night, Miami and uh, Louisville. Last year, Miami smashed them. Um, everybody's back uh, on on the Cardinals that was on that football team. And one thing that is big in college football is the revenge factor. Yet I think that was also sort of the people to revenge, more home away, home away, you know what I mean? And and how it sort of worked out that way. But I I was really high on this Louisville team coming into the year. I didn't talk about a lot of college teams uh, coming into the year, but they were one of them because not all the conferences were playing. So I, brought, I was like, I really like this team. Scored 33 points a game last year with the same three skill position players that are back. Uh, they got it done for me last week. Barely they did cover, but they did. And the game went over to number last week. You know, they have this one circled. De'Ara King goes on the road for the first time. And like you just talked about the, about the Pats, Miami weren't great last week, Teddy. UAB are terrible, bro. Like, let's be real. It looked like a high school team. So, you know, what, what do you make of this football game? And try to be quick because I want to get into the NBA as well. Okay, so let me ask you this. What is different about Miami this year compared to last year in Louisville? I said Louisville more experienced. Louisville more experienced and and you know what? The return on you know, the 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 experience on defense. I never know that's that's a good thing or a bad thing in college, Teddy. Right? When it's like a defense is bad, it gives up thirty points a game. And then they're like, well, they got seven starters back this year. It's like, yeah, they also the same guys who gave up all those points. <laughs> yes, exactly. right? like, I, I, I get that angle. I get that angle. I don't you remember know. the game last year? 
Yeah, I'll cut to the chase. I Miami don't know. killed that team last year. Yeah, but are they going to do it again? Is this the same? Miami's you know, better this year than they were last year, and they killed that team last year, and this time they're catching points. They didn't kill UAB last week. They covered, but barely. That was, uh, hey, last week was last week. I know, you know I know. You warm I know. up. You have your warm up. You don't want to show anything on film. Derek King yeah, is the real call. deal. You know that. That guy's going to be playing on Sundays next year. You know. Right. I like it. I like it. For as much as I like Malik Cunningham, no, Malik Cunningham is Lamar though, right? Jackson. You're not sitting on I like yeah. it. All right. Miami's the play. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. And by the way, that's straight up. Money line. All Miami. right. You don't want the points. They're going to win the game. Prime time, Herbie and Fowler going to be doing the game. So, uh, speaking of my, how about the other Miami, the Miami Heat? Yeah, I know you killed it. It was legendary. Uh, people have been talking, oh, Teddy crushed it with the Miami Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks. I've been riding your theory. I got into it with Cam tonight. Said, well, I'm gonna take you see them taking Boston tonight, you know, bounce back and you know, it's you know, they they played well, they're gonna they have a lead and stuff. I just said, I said, I'm not getting in front of a team that's nine and one ATS in the last ten playoff games right now. And they're getting points again. I'm gonna take them again. And they won again, Teddy. So they are sort of that theory with the Miami Heat. Have you been riding them in the series here against Boston? So I made a huge mistake prior to game one. And I handicapped the series wrong, and I put a series bet in on Boston, and I bet Boston in game one. And I was praying. I saw it, okay? I was praying the Celtics could steal the game one win, and I could get off the series bet and drop away, and I would bet Miami every game the rest of the series. And then that last possession, I, I get the miracle, okay, of the of the foul before the ball gets inbounded, so they can tie the game and then cover win and cover with the last possession. And the last possession, they dribble around the perimeter, and then Jalen uh, puts up a contested twenty nine point uh, twenty nine foot three and it bounces off the rim. Um, and I knew they were going to lose in overtime, and I knew they were going to lose tonight, and I'm disappointed in myself for not. I bet some in game. But I should, I mean, that should have been for the clients. Uh, Miami's the better team. And I saw that game one, and I didn't take advantage of it. And I could, I felt frustrated because I had to sell this for the series, and I handicapped it so wrong. Um, I, I didn't, I thought Boston would have a, going into the series, I thought the Celtics would have a better chance, a better, would have a, would be able to penetrate against Miami's defense. And in, you know, crunch time of both games, the Celtics are just standing on the perimeter, then jacking up jumpers down the stretch, and that's not going to win this series. We've got about uh, two, three minutes on the other side with the legendary Teddy Covers. We'll get to the Nuggets, uh, Lakers. Sports Race Late Night continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Radio with Gabe Morenci. Portraits late night uh, continues. Teddy Covers kicking it with us for a couple of more uh, minutes as we wind down uh, level one. The Denver Nuggets uh, shocked the basketball world, uh, coming back 3-1 to the Jazz, coming back 3-1 to the Clippers. And uh, here we are right now. Uh, people not really giving them much of a chance against the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, they're getting seven points in game one. Totals 2-11. Teddy, we've got about uh, two, two and a half minutes uh, here. So what's your take on game one in the series? 
Well, we've talked about the mainstream narrative really helping us as better, you know, <laughs> because uh, sometimes you see the mainstream media push a story one way, and maybe that's not what you saw with your own eyes. And the narrative on the Nuggets is, well, the Clippers blew that series. Oh, it's all the Clippers. Oh, look at the Clippers. Look what the Clippers did. Nuh-uh. <laughs> I watched it. I watched every game. That was the Nuggets, okay? <laughs> that was the Nuggets making the Clippers play badly. Lakers team that's 0-2 in the game ones. It's a Lakers team that was remade as they went into the bubble. They're not a finished product. They're like the Clippers. The Lakers are not a finished product. Uh, certainly given the, the – the, and I don't know that Denver's going to win this series. Uh, you know, they're, they're not as fresh. They don't have the star power. It's a series the Lakers are supposed to win. But when it comes to game one and when it comes to where am I going to find value in this series, I, I do think I'm going to make money with Denver. Uh, and I have game one in my pocket. You know, and it's one of these deals, isn't it, Teddy, where it's just – Hard to get in front of Denver right now, right? They keep on answering that uh, that bell. Now, they got blown out. Remember, they played, and it was a bad spot for them. They, they, there was a quick turnaround after the seven games. Yeah. This feels a little bit different, though. You know, it, it just it, it doesn't feel like it's, you know, it feels like they, they've had a little, they have. They've had that extra day to prepare. Good job by the NBA, giving them the, the, the extra day uh, to prepare here. I think they're going to be well-rested and no reason. I totally agree. Denver imposed their will. They just couldn't stop Jokic. And, you know, Jokic versus AD is going to be must-see TV. I'll tell you that much. Just like Teddy TV is. Check them out. Wager Talk TV, sportsmemo.com. Always a pleasure, Teddy. Thanks for the time. Cheers. More trade. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.